welcome to Talking Yoga with Joe, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 12 of the podcast. Today, my guest is Janelle Solomon, and Janelle is a certified thermographic technician, and in this episode, we talk a lot about thermography. So, we'll get into it more in the podcast, but thermography is a prevented screening technology. And I really think it's on the leading edge of alternative medicine, alternative health services. It prevents certain diseases in the body, and it does this by detecting heat. Janelle, she also comes from a childhood where she grew up in a holistic environment and used alternative medicine throughout her life. So it was really great getting her perspective on how the modern health field and the system really works. I also found out that Janelle is a certified yoga teacher, and interesting enough on this podcast, we get into a great talk about how thermography and yoga really work together in uh, prevention of other, and how the two work along each other, and how they do really help each other out. I'm really excited for you to listen. It's, it's an interesting time to have newer technology coming out like this, and it helps prevent huge risks or problems early on. So without any further ado, hope you enjoy this, Janelle Solomon. The microphone? Yeah. All right, Janelle. Last time I saw you, you were uh, talking about your work, thermography. And I have Luda already attacking me in this podcast with kisses. <laughs> Thermography. For me, the way I looked at it was a technology. A technology that scans and measures heat in your body. Yeah. So is that safe to say so far? I would say so, yeah. All right. And when I'm, I assume in this podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about thermography as well as some other stuff coming up. I do want to start a little bit before that and find out where you came from, what your parents, because I know they were in a similar field for yeah. this before you got into where you are now. Yeah. So both my parents are chiropractors, and um, I was raised holistically. My mom was pretty extreme with um, everything that she did in order to make sure that um, I was healthy, and she made her own food. I was breastfed for quite some time. <laughs> Always adjusted chiropractically ever since I was born, actually. Um, the day I was born. The hour I was born. Really? Yeah. What was that like? Well... Can you remember? We were saying, nope. Can't remember that one, but apparently um, my dad adjusted my neck with his two pinkies. <laughs> so, because, you know, childbirth can be very traumatic and invading people so as chiropractors watching their children you know their child being born they wanted to make sure I was properly in alignment when I came out <laughs> so it started from birth really um, and I developed a passion for holistic health in general and um, I seemed to notice that I was a little bit different <laughs> um, even from a young age I didn't have candy or soda when I was until I was about eight or ten and I tried it and didn't like it. So it was a whole thing. My mom would send me to school with like fruit on my birthday instead of instead of a cake and <laughs> stuff like that. So I really um, st 
started to take an interest in actually educating and sharing my own personal knowledge with my friends and other family members. So that's kind of how it all started. And then um, studied psychology at USC and started taking health promotion, education, and behavior classes. And that is when I really took the, the learning about health to the next level and decided, okay, maybe I'll be a nutritional counselor or something like that and combine the psychology and nutri nutrition. That didn't end up being the plan. I graduated and did some traveling. I ended up getting certified in yoga, um, doing my $200 certification out in California when I was um, out there for about four years. And then I started working for a chiropractor <laughs> as an office manager. So you're so familiar with the spine. <laughs> yes, yeah. very familiar with the spine. Um, so in the way that I got into thermography was um, my partner walked into the office that I was managing at the time, um, Eco Health Wellness Center in Mount Pleasant. And this was uh, what kind of office? For um, it's a wellness center, wellness. so it's a holistic wellness center that had infrared saunas and Negan massage, um, and the naturopathic doctor is the owner there over at Eco Health. And, um, she, it had massage therapy as well, so she was coming to get a massage and um, was saying how busy she is and how she needs to hire a technician to help her. Um, and then the massage therapist, who's one of my dear friends, said, well, all the characteristics you're looking for sound like you need to talk to Janelle. <laughs> it sounds like your girl. And it, it was exactly what I've been looking for. I've been looking for something in the holistic health field that I could help more people and share more knowledge um, than just kind of being in one location at an office. So um, thermography was, I didn't know about it until she told me all about it and, right. what, and what it does. And so once I learned, I was fascinated, wanted to learn more, got certified and began training right away. And yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> wow. And that's all um, really great that you got into it at that time in your life too, where it was introduced. So now that we're talking about thermography, and we're already into it, um, what is thermography to you? Thermography to me, um, well, it is an alternative screening tool that can detect disease early. So it's all about prevention and detection, early detection. So to me, that's invaluable. Um, we don't really have a lot of tools like that in the alternative health field. So especially ones that don't have radiation or compression or any um, risk factors whatsoever. So um, it's a really special tool um, and I'm really excited to be able to share it with people. <laughs> yeah, so you asked me about like a couple of notes and questions for this podcast, if you remember. Uh, yes. Yeah, but the thing that was, the theme that was coming up in my mind was this like the West, right? This this technology, because yeah. I think of this, and yoga mm -hmm. um, as all technology. Yep. One's more East, and it's been around for a really long time. And then, in the brand scheme of all of this in the universe, this is fairly new, right? Yeah, I would say so. I think in the 50s is when it first got introduced, and it was a totally different technology back then. Um, in the 80s, it got FDA cleared for breast cancer detection, the actual wow. equipment. 
Mm-hmm. So it's fairly new compared to yoga, of course. <laughs> yeah. So there's this thing of like the East, ver- you know, not versus, but with the West mm-hmm. yeah. and working together. Yeah. A little bit of our healthcare system and mm-hmm. the way that I really see it, like and understand it, is that there are a lot of flaws um, that are in the system. I agree. So maybe there's like a thing of, you know, take this, ask your doctor about this and come back and like see how you feel. Right. And there's this like, well, you'll come back, let me know how you feel, this kind of thing. But this technology that you're talking about, it seems much more like this is a process and screening to prevent prevention. Yes. Am I right with this? You're absolutely right. So I always like to explain it to patients too, which most of our patients um, already come to us with this knowledge, but if I'm giving a presentation or something to a large group of people, I like to give a little analogy um, that sometimes conventional and traditional medicine is more of a band-aid approach where they're looking to treat the symptoms. And that's wonderful. You know, it's for sure a great thing to be able to come to your doctor with pain and leave without it. But um, the root cause is really important, in my opinion. And so that is the alternative approach to medicine, and that's why I love it. Um, And the thermography, it helps with those tools. So it could help detect the root cause, which is pretty amazing. It's all about just doing digging and detective work to find out what's going on in the body and thermography gives you imagery of exactly what's going on in your body so that to me is so cool especially you know we're visual creatures and um, being able to see what your body looks like where your inflammation is what possible potential risks could be stirring in your body so it's pretty amazing it's certainly huge yeah it's a big deal so what was that like for you when you first saw that digital photo do you remember that I do actually it was shocking and I most patients get that reaction too they're just like oh my god that's what it looks like what's going on it inspired me to do a detox program right away because I thought oh I'm healthy like you know whatever I'll see maybe something here or there, but nothing much. Well, I was shocked to see, you can see um, mottling patterns in the body that look kind of like leopard prints, and that shows you that there's toxicity building up in the body. And I had quite a bit of that in my abdomen, and I was shocked to see that. And I shouldn't be, and now I'm not, because I see it in almost everyone, because we live, unfortunately, in a toxic environment, where we breathe toxins in when we take in oxygen, we drink toxins when we drink water, and we eat toxins when we're just trying to nourish ourselves. It's just inevitable. But um, that's why we all need to be detoxifying our bodies every day in certain ways with nourishing foods and clean water, things like that. Yeah, I think urban environments where a lot of people are living um, must be filled with just huge amounts of toxins. Yeah, I know. And you can you can tell in the air quality some, some of the time. Yeah. So it was cleansing that you were doing after to go through that, that process mm-hmm. of getting the toxins? 
Yeah, I did a detox program. Um, I was current. I was actually office manager at EcoHealth at that time. I was not doing the thermography. I had my future partner um, perform the scan, and after that, I was really, really intrigued, and that's when I started training. But so I did the detox program with um, Tiffany Jackson and EcoHealth. She has a specific detox program that you just basically take. Um, supplements that support your liver and flush the body and then you take um, two smoothies a day it's this vegan powder um, mix it with some water and throw some fruit in there and some greens so yeah. it's, a, it's a nice light detox it's not too crazy um, and it really helped a lot <laughs> my follow-up scan I saw a lot of improvements so that was really exciting seeing that difference yeah it's incredible yeah yeah in the uh, Italian culture where I grew up there's not a lot of periods where you're going like off of uh, pasta and cleansings Ooh, with your yeah. body. Um, so I started really getting into this now with, with yoga, and it was introduced in my yoga teacher training periods of going through a bit of cleanses, and there's yeah. different ones, and they all last different times. Right. So it's not like, you know, you can just jump into this and it has to be for an entire month or anything like True. that. True, yeah. Mine was a two-week, and that was a pretty intense amount of time for me to go, but um, at least a week, you know, seven days is a good time frame, I feel. Even if you do three days, you know, every now and then, um, if you do a juice cleanse or, there, yeah, like you said, there's so many yeah. <laughs> to choose from. And in case you don't know, the three-day jumpstart, who's Stacy, who we both know, ah. who's on our previous podcast. Cool. Um, she has a whole filled with so much recipes and information Awesome. to just kind of get you going into a process of just whether it be healthy eating yeah. or cleansing. Cool. I'm going to have to check that out. She's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about inflammation. Okay. And kind of give your definition of what inflammation. Okay. So inflammation in the body is any area of, I guess if you want to talk in terms of feeling, it's any area of um, pain or congestion. And so a lot of times inflammation is related to lymphatic um, congestion where our lymph system doesn't have its own pump like the arterial system does. So a lot of times the lymph gets trapped and then it, it has um, a lot of toxins filter through it because it's, that's its job is filtering out all the toxins, but sometimes they just don't get to where they need to go to filter out of the body. So then you've got fluid with toxins trapped and it creates inflammation and pain so that's not a good thing and then also um, if you leave inflammation alone and you don't treat it it can turn into disease it, it will turn into disease if it's not treated so it's really important to pay attention to the body's signal to you which is the inflammation so that's a normal natural thing to happen we all have it but when you don't treat it, that's when the problems arise. Yeah, because I've always knew, known inflammation to be bad. Yes. It's a very bad thing. Like, we don't want to take something that gives you more of it. Yeah. So, it's, again, not something growing up in this culture that I knew anything about or had even heard the word inflammation yeah. before. So, True. It's, uh, it's going back to the old and the new, the east and west. Mm -hmm. So, is inflammation a newer term for something that's been around quite a long time? You know, I'm not sure. Um, I know that they 
with inflammation in the medical field, and they have for a long time because it's definitely associated with um, disease. And I know, you know, they have certain drugs like ibuprofen and Advil that are supposed to decrease inflammation and things like that. Right. Um, so I know they definitely deal with it, but they kind of think about it in a different way, I think, um, just like most things. <laughs> and so there's a reason why the inflammation is occurring in the first place. So that's more of the aim and the goal um, with mammography is, okay, here's some inflammation. Now let's clear it out. <laughs> and you can do that in a number of ways. One of my favorite ways is um, infrared saunas um, and yoga. <laughs> Obviously, yoga is incredible. You really are moving your entire body and your lymphatic system is glowing. So that's super important. Um, and then if you combine that infrared heat with the yoga, like a lot of studios do these days, it's like a win-win a scenario. You really can't go wrong with that. You're sweating, you're detoxifying, you're moving, you're flowing, you're breathing. It's all amazing. It's good for the body. Yeah. So I think as somebody like you, who in the holistic field has been around for a while, right? Like almost your whole life. Yeah. Your parents have started this. Is a lot of this like puzzles and like pieces as like things go on? Are you taking all of this and putting it all together for you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's constant. It's, <laughs> I tell my patients too, it's a full-time job, um, you know, being healthy. <laughs> it really is. And so um, there's lots of things that we can do on a day-to-day -day basis um, just to maintain our health. And then you can monitor your health with thermography. So maintaining and monitoring, it's kind of a nice little balance, checks and balance system. Yeah, it's all about being balanced. Yes. Yeah. So the yoga, mm -hmm. you mentioned and got into that and you are a yoga teacher. Yes. Which I didn't know. I just found out oh, um, really? today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't currently teach. I was doing some private lessons for a little while. And before that, I was, I was teaching a class, um, a beginner's class over at a place called Fuel in Motion in Mount Pleasant. Um, but once I started doing thermography, I pretty much jumped right in. Um, full-time and didn't really have much time for <laughs> for other things so I yeah. still definitely make time for my own practice or else I don't know what I would do but I haven't been teaching so well I'm always interested in um, yoga teacher trainings because uh, yeah. there's such powerful um, places where you can learn yeah. and you said it was out in California right yes um, but I actually want to go a little bit before that um, and just find out real quick you know how I wrote down an and I've never done this, the when, why, and how of yoga. So I don't know mm. if it's the why last, or what was the when and the how? Okay, so when I originally got started with yoga, I believe that was in college. I started going to some classes um, at the Strom Thurmond <laughs> Wellness Center at USC. And it was so fantastic. There were group classes for 20 bucks a semester. So I went to as many classes as I could. And um, one of my favorites was yoga. That was my first experience with it. I continued throughout my college career. I got pretty serious about it toward the end. And then when I moved to California after college, I got really serious about it. <laughs> what city were you in? I was in Newport Beach, California. So it's right, it's in Orange County and it's um, just south of Huntington and just north of Laguna. 
So great location to dive right into yoga. There's yoga studios on every corner. There's juiceries on every corner. It was it was fantastic. And so got really, really into yoga at this one studio. Fell in love with the studio. Fell in love with almost every single teacher there. Ended up getting my certification with uh, Yoga Works. And yeah, I made some of the best friends of my life during that training. And it was just an amazing experience. Yeah, so that was in the West, and yes. you're from the East. I am. Right, so there's this East and West thing. There you go, I like that. Since you, you do have holistic experience on both sides, yeah, what is that like now, talking America? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's an interesting day and age, I feel like. I think, you know, if you want to talk about America and certain restrictions that we have with, you know, the whole healthcare system and everything mm. and prevention. It's funny, just to take it back to filmography for one second, there's, there are some foreign insurances, most of them do cover filmography, but um, here in America we don't have um, insurance coverage unless you use your HSA or your FlexFund account. So yeah, um, when it comes to health <clears throat> and prevention, um, I think we do have a lot of work to do here in America, um, and I really think that there, you know, we are making some strides, and you know, people like us in the yoga community and people in the holistic health field in general, I think we're all kind of banding together. It feels like there's a sense of community that's growing, and um, I think eventually it's all going to work out the way that we would like it to, but it is a growing process right now and I'm feeling the growing pains right now but it is um, I, see, I see it on the horizon for sure yeah big things coming well you're positive and you have to be this side of the world and on yeah. all sides yeah true yeah like Charleston is is where you work and you live but you um, yes. you travel I do I'm around a, mobile, a bit mm -hmm. a mobile technician so my equipment is mobile I can travel with it in a car or a plane um, and so, yeah, I'm actually traveling tomorrow to Bluffton, South Carolina, and then in November I'll be down in Florida. Um, so yeah, and then January I'm flying out to California for work and play. <laughs> right on. So. Shout out to the West Coast. Yeah, now. shout out. <laughs> yeah. But you're from the East. Yes. And trained in the West. Trained in the West. Now working in the East and West. And January. West. <laughs> January. Are yeah. you promoting anything out there? Are you doing? out any emails yet um, to people in the area, but I will. I'm going to be working on that pretty soon. And I've been telling my friends I'm coming out because I want everyone to get Shout scanned. out to everyone listening out <laughs> in California. Yeah, get your thermography scanned. Where, where are you going to be at going back to I'm gonna Southern I'm going to be in County. Orange County, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Have you been to the north, like San Francisco? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing, the whole darn state. <laughs> I cannot believe those wildfires, though. That was devastating. Man. Yeah. Do you think that happens a lot in that area? You know, in certain areas it does, but I was talking to my girlfriend about it. She said because we got so much rain, like there was a period of time where there was record-breaking rain, and she said then a bunch of greenery grew, and she said then the dry season hit and all of the, you know, the greenery and all of the plant matter just went up in flames with that because there... It, that stuff wasn't there before, so it just, 
the conditions were right, unfortunately, for that to happen. But yeah, it's awful. I know. And in the East Coast here, we just get hurricane hurricanes. After hurricane. Yeah, so it's definitely wild times. But I think it's going to be great that you're going out there. Yeah. That you're doing this and traveling all over. I do want to find out a little bit more about uh, what's like the process like yeah. when you're when you first meet you like you know to to how this all starts okay so for filmography yeah the process basically what you do is either well you book online you book your appointment online or I can assist with booking it's all um, all the forms are online and you fill out your medical history and information and then there's a list of protocols that you have to read and be sure that you follow because thermography has to be done in the same conditions every time in a temperature controlled room um, and the patient has to have taken certain precautions and either done or not done certain things um, before the scan so even up to a month prior they don't want you to have any surgeries or anything um, and then anything that can skew or yes in order play to get around the, the results right in order to get the best results possible the list of protocols need to be followed. So um, I always remind my patients to read that. And then the day of, they arrive, we, we um, go into the exam room, we talk about their medical history, I make a couple more notations for the interpreting doctors who are not physically in the room with us. They're the ones that receive the images and then create the report. So I have to be as detailed as possible with all of our medical history. And then I leave the room for about 10 minutes while the patient um, derobes completely and lets all of the um, heat signatures that were being trapped on the skin from the clothing, um, lets that dissipate. So when I come back in, we do the imaging and it's very quick. Um, if you can pose for a camera, it's the easiest thing ever to do. Just like that. Yep, just yeah. like that. We take the images. They have to be, be very specific um, images. And, of course, my training, you know, <laughs> and I'm a perfectionist, so I'm staring at the screen, making sure everything's perfectly even. And um, Basically, that takes probably 10 to 15 minutes, depending on which scan you choose. And then as soon as we're done, um, the patient gets dressed. We book their phone review with me and then um, they go over it with a doctor first and then they go over it with me a second time and they get the results in one to two weeks. So that is pretty much the process. The review is almost my favorite part because we get to go over their images, we get to go over what the interpreting doctor said about their images and then I get to share some suggestions about what they can do to improve their scan for next time. And it, it sounds a little bit cheesy when you say like you're holding someone's hand through this whole process, but really from like you said, booking this and scheduling it in to like saying like, okay, this is, this is it at the end and explaining yep. everything, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Cause it is, you know, so new to so many people and the whole idea is just brand new. So yeah, I am definitely guiding my patients all the way through the whole entire process and I'm happy to do so. Yeah, right on. <laughs> We're happy that you are here to do it. <laughs> Thanks. It's a new technology. Yeah. And that's all fascinating, interesting thing to look at it like that. Yeah. And Breast Thermology International. Yeah. ETI. Yep. 
breast thermography international bti and then um, medicalthermology.org is a good site to go for research lots of videos and um, research that's been done on thermography and then btiscan.com is a good site to go to see all of the locations that we have you can actually fill out your forms on that website book your appointment on that website so those are two really great websites to check out if you're curious about more information on that. Yeah, and there's so much I was able to check it out and oh, just good. see a lot of the, the content that's like helpful. Yes. And there's there's different types of scans where you can focus on smaller areas, yeah. larger areas of the body. Mm -hmm. And it's so great. Breast technology, th breast thermology, or I should say rather, in that area, but what is what else when you're looking at other areas of the body? I was just curious about yeah. like feet or like, you know, inflammation can go there or all Absolutely. the way up into your brain. Uh, yep, that's very true. So there are three different types of scans that you can choose from. The most um, well-known, I would say, is the breast scan. Um, and so that one, it's about six images total of the breast in different angles. Um, and then you can do the health scan, which is the upper body, so it's the torso, excluding the extremities, so not the arms, legs, hands, or feet. And then there's the full body. And I always recommend the full body scan. It's head to toe, front and back, um, and it's about 30 images total. Um, and the full body scan can really show, um, like we talked about, any areas of inflammation in the body. Um, like I mentioned earlier, toxicity. Um, which shows up as mottling patterns. It can show um, hormone imbalance. The cerebrovascular screening that we do on the full body scan, it can predict potential stroke, uh, which is really amazing. And then we also do a thyroid screening to detect either heat or the absence of heat in that area, which could potentially, you, someone could have a thyroid disease that they didn't know about, and, they could go and look at their doctor um, after getting their scan if they if that showed up. What else? The we do the bottom of the feet, which shows the the gait. A lot of times I'll see a lot of inflammation on one foot and in the arch area and not in the other, and that shows they're putting a lot more pressure on that one side, and so that could potentially be affecting their gait. They could work with a chiropractor on that. Of course we can see the whole entire spine and that's one of the testimonial posters that I actually created for my chiropractor here in Mount Pleasant. It was amazing. The before and after of after she started treating me, it was just the inflammation. I went from red neck and right shoulder and down the center of my spine to, you know, slight yellow. Um, and my hips had evened out. Oh, wow. I was, I was actually crooked. You could see my sacrum was like twisted and crooked. And then this um, most recent scan, totally even, no inflammation. It's just an amazing tool to be able to see how far you've come with all the hard work that you're doing on your health. So I was like validated. I was like, yes, <laughs> my chiropractor's healing me, which of course I felt better, but it was just cool to see on that follow-up scan. That instant validation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's why you said, and it totally makes sense, so if this is your first time going into this experience, you probably want to get that full body scan. Yes. Because something, you know, simple 
like you know your ankles where you said it was your feet where you're yeah. putting too much pressure on um yeah you could mine were mine were fine it was just the level of my hips that was crazy and we found melanoma on the back of a patient who wanted to just get a breast scan so that is huge um being able to scan your whole body for any potential melanoma there was nothing to the naked eye on this woman on her back but there was a very large skin cancer so um that was an incredible moment and i from that moment forward i'm like i'm not having any patient not at least do a health scan <laughs> you know let's get the whole upper body all the major organs yeah so it's all prevention it's all prevention yeah yes which is a little bit different and the opposite of kind of how the system works yeah so exactly do you does this make you feel frustrated at all you know, I've always been frustrated with the system. I mean, it's pretty much been the same since I can remember. So I've always kind of worked around it. I've never really been, I've never been to a traditional doctor. I, like I said, I was raised by two chiropractors and- You got that first day, was Yeah, I got that, that first adjustment. <laughs> yeah, if I got sick or if I started to get sick, I would take golden seal, I would get adjusted and take vitamin C, have some soup and what do you know? I didn't get sick. So it was just, I just never, I've always had kind of a different um, <clears throat> way of living. So I like that. Just some, uh, some Campbell's soup and vitamin C. <laughs> no Campbell's soup. And you sip <clears throat> More like mama's homemade chicken soup. Of course. <laughs> but that's right. Like the two together, I think that's been around a little bit more longer, a little bit longer. Yeah. And then a lot of these prescription pills that are um, being oh released gosh. now. Yeah, I know. They're just like coming out with a brand new one every day and testing it out and there's all the side effects and stuff. It just scares me. Yeah, and the cliche extra doctor at the end of every commercial that everybody knows is, uh, is a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> so is this, you're, you're optimistic and a very positive person into the future of holistic and alternative. Is it changing and turning? I think so. I do. I, I'm definitely hopeful. I think it is. Um, I'm not sure how, and I'm not sure when, <laughs> but I think there's a turn coming. There's definitely movement, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. There's a little bit with uh, yoga where the West has influenced a lot of the East in yoga, mm -hmm. and of course vice versa then. You know, the East is where this has started. Uh, is thermology internationally expanding where is it is it going back to these eastern cultures you, you know um thermography is actually already in other <laughs> cultures um in other countries all over the world and it seems like we as americans we're always the last ones to kind of get it um so yeah it's in over 1500 um, hospitals in japan it's in brazil it's in germany it's all over so really we're kind of you know the last ones um, on board but it's not it's not new in other countries that's for sure <laughs> it's been FDA cleared and all that good stuff for quite some time in other countries and they're using it with um, other technologies they're using it in combination with other diagnostic testing so it's, they put their own spin on it it's been around for so long they've been you know using it in, 
and trying to figure out what, what the best ways are. Right, and the technology of it has changed a lot oh, as well in that time. For sure, yeah, a ton. Now it's, it's so incredible, the technology that we have. I mean, my camera is very um, small, but extremely sensitive. So thermography is 97% um, sensitive, which is the term they use for accuracy. Um, mammography is 83%, just to give you an idea of comparison. And it actually detects disease, um, possible disease, 8 to 10 years before other anatomical testing could detect. That's um, huge. Yeah, so it really, you know, in every sense of the word, it, it really is prevention and early detection, which is invaluable. So should people ask their doctors about <laughs> thermography? Um, hey, you can. A lot of them don't really know what it is because I've asked several myself. Really um, interesting. Yeah, I, I talk about it all the time, of course, and um, a lot of people don't even know what it is. They have no clue. Um, but some absolutely adore it and use it in their practices. I work with a couple MDs who... Um, want their patients to have thermography scans along with all the other testing we do. So that's, I think that is where the future is headed. It's more of that functional, integrative medicine. I think that's where we're headed and I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I just, yeah, I think that's where it's at. Yeah, and you know, yoga has uh, changed along through the mm -hmm. evolution of it as well. Yeah. And it's, um, uh, gotten older, then there's newer yoga and all this. So who knows what's gonna yeah. be the exciting future for all this? Very true. You never know. Yeah. So what are the, the similarities you think between this thermography and yoga? What is it? I would say just the nature of both of them. They're they have a similar nature in that it's it's really all about that holistic view of health. Um, so holistic meaning just literally taking a look at every single aspect of someone's health and not just one symptom or issue because the body is connected. And so I know in yoga, you know, we are, that is exactly what we're doing. We come to connect, you know, to, we're earthing, we're grounding. Um, we connect our breath with our movement. It's all about connection. Um, holistic um, health is is the same thing. It's all about you know making connecting the dots and, and making those connections. The body is one working entity. I think they are more similar than one would think. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think when you were going in your yoga practice when you started and began that this Eastern practice would be so would become your work now where you're doing this? You're in thermography in a western technology and you're using both together did you imagine that um i just i guess no i didn't imagine it necessarily um i mean we live in a western world it's i think taking bits and pieces of both and combining them and making them kind of work together holistically is is really helpful because if you just use one aspect of something and completely block out the other half it's almost like you know missing a huge piece of the puzzle so it's nice to you know take opposites and combine them 
I think it makes for a nice pairing. <laughs> it's a yin and yang, is that? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> kind of what we're doing here, right? And also it's exciting. It makes life really interesting when you yeah. like to look at both sides and yes, the opposites. exactly. And, right. and you're traveling around doing oh, all yeah. this, which is cool. Love it. <laughs> yeah. All right, do you have any books that are in the holistic um, field that you want to recommend and shout out? Ooh, um, there's one book that I recommend to a lot of my patients. It's called Dress to Kill. And I know it sounds weird, but um, it's all about how in certain cultures where women um, do not wear bras, breast cancer is almost, I mean, it's literally non-existent. And in cultures where we do wear bras, it is rampant. And so it explores the connection between that, um, and it all kind of ties back to restricting lymphatic flow, and um, it's really just a marketing thing, you know, we're not really supposed to be wearing them, and it doesn't really do any good either. But we all do, because it's just cultural. Yeah, so, when did bras become an actual thing anyway? I don't even, I think I, think I remember, um, you know, I, I don't even want to pretend like I remember the statistics and, and the history of that. I want you guys to read the book for yourselves. But, it I mean, yeah, we've had them forever. It's just, um, it was a marketing thing. You know, it's it's always a marketing thing. <laughs> a marketing conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. So, we don't need them. And if we do, it's, it's more about just... Um, uh, comfort and not having anything too restricting. You don't want to have red lines on your skin when you take off your clothing. It's just that is a sure, surefire sign that you're restricting your lymphatic flow. So ladies, make sure to check um, check yourselves in the mirror if you have red lines when you take off your undergarments at night. Get some new ones <laughs> or um, extenders or just bigger by bigger or something something we can work with it <laughs> yeah so, just write adjustments yeah make sure you just feel good yeah free. check out dress to kill yeah you have <laughs> another uh book that maybe is outside of uh health and fitness that mm. could be a fiction i'm trying to think there was a a yoga the yoga sutras the yoga sutras yeah yeah that i really that's one of the books that we studied when i was in training it kind of stuck with me because it has a lot of little snippets of really amazing and powerful pieces of information that you can apply to daily life so i really liked that book it's really kind of philosophical-ish and just kind of yeah <laughs> um it's different it's definitely a different read and you had to read that during your training? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely recommend checking it out for sure. Yeah. All you yogis out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Janelle. Well, I got all your information and yeah. talked. And uh, thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for having me. And there you have it thermography. Some pretty cool, some pretty interesting stuff. Let me know what you think about thermography. You can reach out. I'd love to hear from you at Yoga with Joe on all social media and also about the podcast. Please rate the series as this really does help so much on iTunes and the searching service. 
I have a couple more podcasts lined up before we wrap up 2017 and enter into the brand new year. So I really look forward to continuing talking to different people about yoga and about different topics. And I truly thank you for listening along. Namaste. Namaste.